0: It's time for the Sunbird Sound Off. Our coaches will fill you in on everything that you need to know about Fresno Pacific athletics. And Fresno Pacific jumps out in front here early. That ball hit deep in the left. That one's gonna go. Home run for the Sunbirds. That shot from beyond the arc and that one's good. The three pointer for Fresno Pacific. And the Sunbirds are headed to the Pac West Tournament. This is the Sunbird Soundoff, sponsored by Haydock Real Estate Incorporated in partnership with Keller Williams Fresno. Hello and welcome
1: into another edition of the Sunbird Soundoff. Director of Athletics Communications, Jordan Harrod, sitting down this afternoon with men's basketball head coach C.J. Haydock. Thanks, Jordan. Happy Black History Month. Coach, let's jump in here. Uh, you guys opened PacWest Conference play last week. You go up to Academy of Art and come away with your first... Conference victory of the season the next night here at the Special Events Center. Uh, you guys go to overtime, and then you outscore them 12-3 in the overtime period. You start the league play 2-0. and tell, uh, tell me what you saw from your team that you liked over the weekend.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think first and foremost, I think we, we do what we've been trying to do for years, right? Um, those are both games that sometimes we win, sometimes we don't, and we find a way in both nights, and that's kind of what we told our team. like We're trying to make the good from the jump from an average team to a good team, and good teams find a way to win those games, whatever it takes. And so, um, you know, it's it's a it's a double-sided evaluation. You get out of there two and zero, obviously that's the objective, um, and then you try to see like, is there areas for growth on us, uh, for us on both sides of the ball? And I think Art is tremendously talented. I think they have four all-league caliber players um, who can really score it, who really flex you. They play really physical brand of basketball defensively, and so. You know, we try to evaluate over the weekend is this is this something that we can sustain? Um, you know, our defensive effort both nights is tremendous. Our defense, defensive efficiency rating comes out as a 93. Um, if we sustain that, we're going to be a really, really good basketball team. And there's there's still growth on that side of the floor. They're two most dynamic uh, offensive players. We hold to 9 of 26 and 6 of 22. Uh, both nights, we hold them below 40% from the field. So there's a defensive framework there that, um, I'll be honest, I. I I wasn't sure was going to exist on opening weekend, but we're really thrilled with. We're, we're number two in the country right now on defensive uh, rebound percentage. Um, we've got some things. Uh, we're doing a good job of defending without fouling, but there's also a lot of room for growth, individual technique, all those things. And then, you know, on the other side of the ball, we're generating the right kind of shots. We, we, we win the free throw count by a lot. We're getting a ton of stuff at the rim. We're getting a ton of threes. Um, we're going to have to convert free throws at a higher rate, but there's just a lot there of substantive value that you can tell. Um, if we can lean into who we could be, there's there's still growth available and there's the framework of being a pretty competitive basketball team.
1: We've talked for a while about uh, how this year has been circled on your calendar for a while with this senior class. One of the guys at the forefront of that is Amande Coleman, who on Monday was named the PacWest NorCal Player of the Week. He uh, goes for 38-13 and 13 in two games against Academy of Art. Tell me about Amande and tell me about that senior class for you guys so far.
2: Yeah, I mean, for Amande to garner the respect he deserves, the awards he deserves. we got to collectively win at a high level. You know, he's been a first-team All-Pac West guy. Um, He deserves to be a a regional player. He deserves to be an All-American. He deserves to be Player of the Year in the league. Well, they only give those those to teams that win. So it's not just Amande's burden to bear. He's got a leadership portion of it. He'll keep walking that path. We'll keep pushing him on that path. But it's all of our responsibility. It's our coaching staff. It's, you know, 21 guys in that locker room responsibility to get him there and um you know he doesn't want to just be a first team all league guy he wants he wants a higher level of achievement I think he understands and I think our team understands we got to win at a high level then you know the other side of that is you know AJ Kirby's probably our most valuable player this weekend in terms of all the things he does and I just it's just so fulfilling to see him walk the path as a redshirt senior um as a redshirt freshman he was about as raw a division two players you could find and it become became almost a litmus test for everybody in our program in terms of man if you don't see who this kid could be because of who he is if you don't bet on that kid's character his length his iq his ability to pick stuff up like this was always who he was going to be as a fifth year senior and dudes who couldn't see that phew, that's, that's a level of IQ that we needed and I just think it's 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 such indicative of how we want to build our program we want to be a developmental program that bets on people big time and I don't know that in my five years here there's been a cooler moment than when Kirby hit the three that put us up by six in overtime on Saturday his reaction, our team's reaction because of their investment in him it's just a story of a dude who bought into the ultimate role, you know he plays on the number one team in the country in, his, in high school he averages 0.8 points per game as I school player, and he has 13 points on the second end of a back-to-back to to push us over the top, to to let us finish the first weekend in first. Man, that's who we're going to be. You know, he's an inspiration to dudes way down the bench. That's the model we've wanted to be, and to see that come to fruition for him and for everybody, it's a big moment for us, for sure.
1: You and I talked on Saturday night about uh, kind of the way you guys spread the ball around There was several big three-pointers there, certainly in the overtime period. You guys get two more against Academy of Art, the exact same model this weekend. What are you looking for this weekend against the same team that you've already seen twice? Yeah, Uh,
2: on offense, you know, both nights we have seven guys with seven points or more, um, really spread it. Obviously, Amande shoulders the lead on that scoring load and will continue to do so, but it's just a collective effort. It's going to have to continue to be that. You know, I think we're really happy with our shot profile, how it's spread, how it's distributed, where they're coming from. Obviously, we got to make free throws out a better clip. We shot 60% um, both nights, and we're generating a lot of them. So we got to get a return on that generation. Um, We're really happy with the amount of threes we're taking. We actually think there's a few more out there that we can, number one, knock down, and number two, generate. I don't think we've actually shot it as well as we can. And so, um, you know, Art does a really good job. Coach Waterman is a really good coach. It's going to be a whole new game. We're going to find out who wins the race this week, of who can make the most adjustments, whose guys can be the most sharp execution-wise in those adjustments, and uh, we hope that's us.
1: One more question, we'll get you out of here. As always, the Sunbird Spotlight, who gets the C.J. Haydock Spotlight this week?
2: Yeah, I've just been tremendously blessed by our staff this this run. Um, you know, we have full-time set assistant in Nate McClurg, and then we have three part-time coaches who – you know, they work full-time jobs and then they come here and work another full-time job and the alignment of them, their belief in our mission, their relationships with our guys, their ability to keep first things first and guide a lot of dudes through a really crazy time in our world, um, to be on the phone with them, to love on them, you know, uh, it has lifted our culture, uh, to a whole nother level. And I'm just tremendously grateful for who those dudes are and their service and their, and their focus on, on, uh, keeping first things first.
1: The Sunbirds in the Bay Area against Academy of Art on Friday night, back here in Fresno on Saturday night. Coach, thanks for being with us.
3: Yes, sir. Hello, everyone. I'm Joe Haydock, Realtor at Keller Williams Fresno. My license number is 0201-3076.
4: I'm Cynthia Haydock, Broker Associate. My license number is 0135-8518.
3: We've built our business on the foundation of three core values, and the third of those core values is joyful service.
4: We always seek to provide value to our clients by serving their needs, and we perform our service with joy.
3: Joy is contagious, and we want to infect the world with it. We get a kick out of delivering maximum results to our clients with the minimum stress.
4: I think that's why we get so much positive feedback from those we serve. That feedback is nice, but our real success is in a job well done.
3: If you're looking for realtors who will effectively serve your needs with joy, we're happy to help. Call us at 559-392-5283 or email us at joehadock at kw.com. That's J O E. H-A-Y-D-O-C-K at kw.com.
4: We look forward to serving you. The Haydock team is where you'll find real estate for real people.
5: Assistant Director of Athletics Communications, Christian Bond, sitting in with Women's Basketball Head Coach Tim
6: Beauregard. Coach, how are things? How you been? I am well. Excited for a, a new week to get on the court with our team and, and keep getting better. Unfortunately, we don't have games to talk about
5: from last weekend. Uh, games against Dominican were postponed. However, let's look forward to to this weekend. Coach, this weekend your team takes on Academy of Art. uh, first
6: games of the year against them. Talk about the challenges they
5: present and what you want to
6: see out of your team. Yeah, well, we've got a, a handful of games that they'll be able to, to watch and, and scout, so I think they'll have a good idea of what we're trying to get better at. Uh, they haven't played yet, and so that'll, that'll be a unique challenge for us to just kind of be ready for anything. The one thing we know about them is they're very gritty. They play uh, very uh, hard the whole game. They don't give up. They don't back down. They're always ready for the challenge, and we feel like this year with some of their new players, they're going to be really good inside and out. Um, they have the ability to shoot the ball from deep, a handful of players, uh, and then really relentless at attacking the basket. So it'll challenge us in, in every way defensively to to try to slow them down a little bit. Is is there a person from your team that you're
5: excited to see hit the court this weekend? Anyone making s- some strides in practice that, that you're liking what you're seeing from them?
6: I think everybody's, you know continuously getting a little bit better uh, as I highlighted last week our freshmen are, are showing up every day trying to figure out ways that they can improve and and doing a really good job of that um, I think about our, our kind of lone two seniors and Jessica Malazarte and Bailey McClard and and them kind of figuring out, you know, what they need to do for this team for us to be successful. And so I, I'd say I'm always excited to watch those two hit the court and play. I feel like Bailey's made some really good strides in kind of figuring out her role, uh, being a little bit different this year compared to last year, where she deferred to Cass a lot last year. And, and this year we need her to, to be a bit more aggressive offensively.
5: Now fill us in with your Sunbird spotlight. Who's someone who's been doing something in, in an extraordinary way over the last week since we had a chance to talk to you? Who, who gets your Sunbird spotlight?
6: <sighs> I'm going to give it to Mason Ricks uh, this week. She's just been awesome all year, and she's kind of battled a little bit through some injury and, then, and has been back on the court with us these last weeks, uh, last week or so. And uh, she's just such an energy giver for our team. She cares so much about uh, being the best version of herself every day and, and being a, a real optimistic for our team and a lot of energy. Uh, you know, we, we, we drove up to Dominican last week. Uh, we sat in the bus in their parking lot as we waited for the game, dealt with some traffic getting there. And, you know, we, we stayed pretty optimistic and had fun with it. But when we found out the game was canceled, we all got off the bus to just stretch our legs and and Mason impromptu led the whole team in a, in a two minute jazzercise, uh, class just to get our blood flowing. And, And that's just kind of the energy that she brings and, and, and adds a lot of smiles to our team every week. So, uh, really thankful for her. Coach, will be cheering
5: for you this weekend as you take on Academy of Art. Thanks for stopping by and good luck this weekend. Thanks.
6: Appreciate it, Christian. Hey,
7: everyone. This is Danny Bellotti with Strength and Conditioning. Are you in need of some cool Fresno Pacific Sunbird gear? Some new stuff to wear around campus or around town? Visit shopfpu.com for all of your favorite brands and FPU apparel. They have everything you need and maybe even some stuff you didn't know you needed. Be on the lookout for deals and new merchandise at shopfpu.com that's shopfpu.com for all of your fresno pacific sunbird gear
1: sitting down with head women's tennis coach george rodriguez coach welcome to the show
8: thank you for having me
1: coach want to talk a little bit about your off season uh it's kind of been a crazy year for everybody but uh, what have you seen from your team so far uh, during practice and, and workouts and that sort of thing
8: yeah definitely uh the team's been fantastic uh Honestly, they've been working extremely hard. They've been responding really well to me this year, um, practicing a very dedicated group of ladies. And um, they've just been working a lot of conditioning, a lot of, you know, uh, with with my standards being a little bit different than what they were used to. um, I feel that they are coming along great. They're developing as players, as people. And they're really, you know, embracing that environment, that hard work environment that um, that we're putting out there every day, you know, on the court and in the gym as well. So I think this has been a really good off season, a short one. Uh, I, you know, I, honestly, I'd like to see it a little bit longer, but you know, f- with circumstances, they, the way they are, it's been going fantastic.
1: You guys set to open the uh, season here in just a couple hours against Fresno State over at their place. Uh what are you looking for from your team as you guys go visit the the Crosstown Rivals the big division 1
8: All I'm looking for to be honest with the ladies today is for them to compete to play to compete um they're super excited to play Fresno State we've never pl- played them before so I think this is a great opportunity to see where they're at and just for them to have fun ultimately to have fun and you know show me what they have on court and See what happens today. I think it's going to be a great opportunity for them to the shine and to see what they have going on right now.
1: The full schedule for the women's tennis team can be found at fpuathletics.com. Coach, uh, I want to get you out of here with one more quick question, real fast. The the sunbird spotlight. Obviously, you've been on the show before. You know how it works. But but who gets the the George Rodriguez sunbird spotlight for this week?
8: <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I would have to say. Our compliance person, Hillary, she's been helping me a lot through a lot of things right now with everything going on, and she's been there answering everything, every question I have, so she's definitely the the spotlight person for me.
1: The Sunbirds open the season this afternoon at Fresno State at 1 p.m. Coach, thanks for stopping by today.
8: Thank you very much.
4: Hello, I'm Cynthia Haydock, license number 0135-8518.
3: I'm Joe Haydock, license number 0201-3076. Cynthia and I are realtors with Keller Williams Fresno.
4: If you've ever been on the receiving end of bad communication practices, you know how frustrating that
3: can be. We believe in clear and consistent communication, which is why effective communication is one of our core values.
4: Communication is a two-way process, so we listen to our clients and we take the time to effectively communicate to them what they need to know. We don't leave people wondering, because in the absence of effective communication, people assume the worst.
3: We look forward to communicating with you. You can email us at joehadock at kw.com, or you can call us at 559-392-5283. Team Haydock, where you'll
4: experience real estate for real
3: people. Sitting down with head
1: men's and women's swimming and diving coach Adrian Alexandrovich. Coach, welcome to the show. Hey Jordan, thanks for having me. Let's talk about what's going on behind the scenes for your team specifically. The offseason, walk me through it. Tell me what you've seen from your team so far.
9: Very good question. Um, you know, of season this year was a little bit different. Let me put it this way. Um, you know, it's not our regular, hey, let's just jump in and, and get ready for this whole season. You know, starting late uh, August and then, you know, um, getting everyone settled, you know, conditioning, all, all the regular stuff, obviously, as we know. Um, we were able to be back uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. I think sometimes September, uh, those months kind of blend in lately for me. But um, you know, our off season, uh, we've put a lot of work in. You know, a lot of hours, a lot of hard practices, a lot of um, days where our swimmers necessarily didn't want to perform but they understood like hey there's a light in a tunnel and then there there is a competition coming so we got to do our best to get better um so so it's been a very busy of season with um i feel you know a lot of good things happening so i'm very excited for this upcoming week and and a few more weekends to come uh especially in in, in february because february is going to be very very busy for swim and dive so we'll see how our team will react to that you know obviously we're continuing to um you know giving back to our community as much as we can we're continuing to uh following god's lead and then praising him so i'm very excited
1: the Sunbirds set to open the season this Saturday at Biola. Coach, what are your thoughts on that meet specifically, and is there anybody on your team that, that maybe you're looking forward to seeing
9: in, in the pool this weekend? First of all, uh, Biola, you know, swim and dive, uh, they have been doing a lot of good things in the past year, so I'm very excited to see, you know, how we can, um, you know, step on the block with them and see see what that's going to be for us. Um, you know, our, our team, um, even though, I feel like we're missing some key swimmers we're still pretty strong right so uh, i'm definitely looking forward to both men and women to come and perform uh, as i said they've been uh, putting amazing you know amount of work and 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 they've been working so hard so i'm hoping this weekend will show that you know what we've done this past few months um you know it it wasn't just you know come to practice and and do it kind of thing uh because we put a lot of thoughts a lot of you know um hard sets name it however you want into into that meet so just just to name a few uh you know on the men's side you know obviously Skander Baslokov our senior definitely leader captain uh we'll see we'll see how Skander is gonna do this weekend we have um you know Kirill Baron um junior who who has been you know practicing really hard I think he's in a best shape you know ever so I'm very excited to see his um swimming this weekend uh alex uh or alexander ivakin another another you know key swimmer um you know alex has been working tremendously hard and i think he will perform very well this coming weekend um so stay tuned for that uh but i can also forget about our you know freshmen who um you know i think the high school college kind of jump you know it's it's definitely huge for everyone and they have been amazing you know just, just doing their job you know practicing coming c- coming with that energy to practice you know understanding like hey this is something different that you used to do but this is something that will get you to where you want to be and and obviously we represent not only swim and dive uh, but also fresno pacific as a as a unique unity and, and university um, itself so i'm really excited to see everyone on a men and now, obviously, women, too, site uh, to perform. And, and I'm going to jump to our women team. You know, we have Joanna Pala, our sophomore. Um, you know, Joanna has been working really hard uh, back in Greece. You know, she came here, uh, as I said, late September, maybe beginning of October um, to, to, you know, practice with us. So, so I'm really excited to see them perform this weekend. Hopefully, um, you know, what we have been doing for the past few months uh, will, will finally pay off. Uh, we just got to wait and see.
1: Live results and much more available at fpuathletics.com. Coach, as always, uh, we want to get you a summered spotlight this week. Who is it for you going into your first meet of the season?
9: Uh, for my first meet, um, I do want to give a spotlight to Joanna. I think uh, she is going to have amazing meet. I, I'm i truly, um, you know, sure that, that she's going to do amazing, you know, hopefully maybe she'll be really close to our you know cuts for nationals so so keep your fingers crossed kind of thing um you know just stay tuned for the results and then hopefully we'll do as well as we hope we will coach thanks for being here we look forward to catching up with you again next week yeah thank you so much
5: sitting down with men's and women's water polo head coach Brian Sahovi, Coach, how have you been? It's been a while since we've had a chance to uh, to talk on this platform. How are things?
10: Uh, things are good. I'm excited to be back on campus. Excited to uh, be training, and um, just feel like we're getting back to a little bit of normalcy after everything that's been going on. So, yeah, but excited. You mentioned, you know, everything that's been going on. Tell us about your off season. It's been it's challenged
5: for everyone. How was adapting to to protocols put in place? How was training for your team how was how were all those things
10: yeah i it's it has been uh it's been a challenge it has for sure been a thinking outside the box um time of season and so we're just really trying to get creative um yeah it's uh the the kids right now um are excited to be back but we had to do a lot of virtual training in the fall Uh, we had a couple of local girls that were able to get in and social distance swim um and that's really all we did is just uh, some light swimming with uh, the few local girls that were here because nobody was allowed on campus. And, and uh, yeah, and so we, uh, we, we did what we were able to do. And so it was kind of a, a nice release um, just to, to be able to be in the water a little bit with a few different people. Um, but most of our girls were at home just kind of training on their own, doing some virtual workouts um, during the fall.
5: The offseason that you mentioned, it comes to a close this weekend. On Saturday, uh, the women's team takes on Fresno State uh, over at Fresno State Aquatic Center. Uh, talk to us about the, the challenges, maybe the excitement that comes with, with finally getting a chance to get in the pool and, and compete against somebody else. Tell us all
10: about it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I can't even begin to describe the excitement that the girls have. Um, they don't. You know, obviously, we have a great relationship with Frozo State, and uh, we love playing them, and it's just a fun um, crosstown little rivalry. Um, but we have a good time. But the girls are super excited. I'm excited to finally get to coach some water polo. Building up to it, um, it's been a bit of a challenge. Um, you know, we with with uh, the pandemic, we've been able to train in our uh, our regular home pool. It's been shut down, so we're doing uh, some some training on the on-campus pool, which isn't regulation. Um, you know, it's a shallow deep, so we're really limited to what we can do. So just maintaining our social distancing, uh, with the safety as our number one concern with the athletes, we're doing everything that we can. Um and getting ourselves as ready as we can. Um so it'll be it'll be a, a new experience for us going into a game, you know, not having been able to scrimmage in a in a full length pool um for quite some time. But um, like I said, the girls are excited, they're ready for the challenges, they're ready to be back in a game atmosphere and actually playing with real officials and, and clocks. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. Coach, one last question before, before I let you go. Uh, we we usually do a Sunbird
5: Spotlight and it's been a while. We've, since we've had a chance to talk, you, you get to cover a long time, but who's someone in your world that has been doing uh, something for your team or your program in, in an, in an extraordinary way, who's been excelling at the things that they do for you?
10: Oh man, I, I'm, you know, it's going to, sound maybe a little cliche, but I'm, I'm going to have to do a shout out to uh, my wife, Kelly Sahovey, who has, um, she was my assistant coach for years and has taken on a new role in the athletic department. Um, but during all of this, the, the shelter at home and as we've transitioned uh, back into the pool, um, she has been just amazing in supporting us and um, stepping up to help me some areas with, uh, with our, our staff um, you know, not being uh, not being able to work for the last several months, um, you know, she's really stepped up and helped a lot with uh, with paperwork and helping out with um, getting us organized with gear and uh, preparing for practices, and uh, even then, some you know making herself available to the team. And so, um, so I really have to uh, I really have to uh, spotlight her as being somebody that has been just a tremendous um, help in these last several months just getting ready for what we're doing and even then for the things she's probably going to be, you know, she's probably going to be helping out just as uh, as much as she can in the future.
5: Coach, we're excited to see you get a chance to to compete once again. So so we'll be cheering for you and good luck this weekend. All right. Thanks.
4: Hello, I'm Cynthia Haydock, a real estate broker associate with Keller Williams Realty in Fresno,
3: license number 01358518. I'm Joe Haydock, realtor license number 02013076. Cynthia and I have been married since 1981, and we work together as a real estate team. Like the Fresno Pacific
4: Sunbirds, we share a common mission and vision, but we also each have our own position to play.
3: We play offense, looking for ways to help our clients score for their real estate objectives.
4: And we play defense, giving our clients the right guidance to protect them during each transaction.
3: Want to see our team in action? Call us at 559-392-5283. Or email us at joehaydock at kw.com. That's J-O-E-H-A-Y-D-O-C-K wcom
5: The Haydock Team, real estate for real people. Sitting down with women's volleyball head coach Shasta Milholland. Coach, uh, how have you been?
11: Been great. We've been getting to practice. We got to practice in the fall, which was incredible. And then just picked back up here in, in January 2nd semester. And we're rolling along. Got some games scheduled and more on the way. So doing really great.
5: Tell us about your off season. You mentioned getting to practice in the fall and, and coming back after the, the holiday break. Uh, tell us how it was to to get adjusted to, to new protocols. How how everything went for y'all.
11: It was it was awesome. It was a, it was actually just man we were just so excited that we got to to practice and um, and we got a lot of practice in. We got several weeks, so it was really cool. Uh, we did have to kind of have that flexibility of going outside um, and, and, getting to do some grass practices, which was actually really cool. We just turned everything into a positive. We just, our big thing is, is if you don't bend you break, we got to be flexible, um, pursue and persist with our goals. That's a, a big thing for us this year too. Um, all that kind of stuff. And so we just were able to kind of, okay, what do we got today? You know, and, and everybody was ready to go. Everybody was game, everybody was down. And so it was really cool, um, to kind of see us adjust and, um, I think we grew a lot from it. There was a lot, lot to, to be learned and a lot to do. So a lot of ball control stuff that we got we got figured out, dialed in. Uh, we recruited really versatile, which I'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, so we were able to see just how versatile we are, and it was pretty cool to see that too. So we just we were overjoyed. I was really proud of the girls. We've never taken the masks off, so we, we wear masks. Uh, it's required, and even if it wasn't, our team made the pack that we we're going to do it anyway. So we have masks on when we – do everything. Um, I mean, if you're you're eating or whatever, you can take a bite and you put about, I mean, everyone's been really good. So I think we've turned that into a positive. Our girls can do a lot with those masks on and they can do it well. And we've turned that to kind of into a positive too. So just some really cool things. We were just so pumped that we got to play. And then we're just even more excited that we're back now. So,
5: so coach, the off season is going to come to a close on Thursday at five o'clock when, when your team takes on life Pacific Talk about maybe the excitement that your group is feeling. Talk about uh, kind of what you expect out of this this season opening match.
11: All right, so uh, beyond 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 excited for our match on Thursday. Uh, bus leaves early. The girls are going to be they they're just so pumped. They're like oh, we, just so excited to get on that bus. So really excited about it. Um, shout out to our um, admin, um, our athletic director, Aaron Henderson has been amazing in making sure that we get things done, sports med, um, just everybody. Um, so we're really, really excited that it's possible for us to go. So really pumped. Um, just, it's going to be wild. I mean, we were, we were joking the other night at practice, like, do I even know how to write a lineup anymore? Of course I do, but it's like, we haven't done it, you know? So we're practicing, we're doing different things. And, um, And it's just going to be so incredibly exciting. We've talked a lot about just the difference in not having fans, you know, and so we had a little conversation with the team about that and um, made a pact that we're just going to have the best bench everywhere we go and make it seem like we brought truckloads of, you know, fans and busloads of fans. So that's going to be kind of cool. So, you know, our cheers and our just different things that they're going to do for each other um, in the gym when it's just such a limited crew, I think is going to be pretty cool. So um, we're just, we're really excited. It's almost surreal uh, as weird as that sounds, that we're even getting, you know, getting to play. So we are pumped up. I mean, if anything, we're we're kind of worried about, you know. Wow, are are you know are we gonna sail serves out the building you know because we're so excited to be there. So raining a little bit of that in and just um, just really pumped about getting to to put all of our hard hard work and practices from fall and then from this semester into play. Also shout out to Life Pacific for for hosting us. We're really really just so excited. They have a great coaching staff and a great uh, program there. So we're really excited they're going to have us.
5: Coach, before you get out of here, I'll ask you for a sunbird spotlight. You maybe hinted at a couple that you could give out. Uh, who, who's, who's been doing something extremely well kind of in your world over the last couple of months. It's the last time we had a chance to talk on this podcast.
11: So I have two, I mentioned Aaron Henderson. He's just amazing. He's our, our athletic director, obviously. And, uh, I don't think people have any idea what he goes through. He's working, he's pulling 16 hour days and has just been really, really huge for us. Um, and just, just done a great job. So he would be number one for sure. Um, I love how he calls me directly and always makes sure that I have what I need. Um, and a lot of leaders at the top like that don't do that, and he does. So I really appreciate that. And then um, my other one would be my assistant coach Christina Tran. She's CTU. She's the best. Um, just the ability of, that she has to always know what what's needed, even if I didn't say it or just her discernment and just everything she brings to the table. She's just an incredible incredible person. We would not be where we are now. Um, And an incredible coach uh, without CT. So we're really, those are my two shout outs would be Aaron Henderson and Coach Christina Tran.
5: Well, Coach, we'll be excited to see your team hit the court on Thursday night at 5 p.m. against Life Pacific. Thanks for uh, stopping by and telling us about it.
11: Thank you, Christian. I want to take
1: a quick time out from the conversation to tell you about Primetime Events. Primetime Events is a luxury mobile bathroom provider based here in Fresno. And they take pride in bringing the comfort of home toileting to any special event. FPU Athletics and Primetime Events have worked together to provide luxury bathrooms at outdoor home games, and we've received excellent feedback on the quality of what Primetime provides. Primetime Events has also just added a mobile handwashing station to help combat COVID-19. The new trailer is fully equipped with on-demand hot water, eight full sink vanities with mirrors, and interior cam lighting. If you're in need of services from Primetime Events, you can reach them via email at info at llc.com or call them at 559 495 Fifty-five fifty-five. Again, that's five five nine four nine five fifty-five fifty-five.
5: Sitting down with men's soccer head coach Jaime Ramirez. Coach, how are you?
12: I'm doing well, thank you.
5: Let's uh let's talk about what you have coming up this week. Unfortunately, last week's uh season opener against William Jessup was rained out. Field was deemed unplayable, and so we're moving forward. Uh this afternoon against Academy of Art, you have a game in San Francisco. Talk about the challenges you know, that, that presents your team.
12: Yeah, I mean, it's always tough when you travel, uh, of traveling the same day and playing the same day, kind of takes you back a little bit to uh, youth club soccer, uh, where you know, that's, that's the norm. Uh, however, we'll do what we, what we can, and we'll prepare the, the team. You know, we'll head out there early in the morning, and we get our, uh, I think, a 1 p.m. kickoff, and uh, we should be fine, we should, we should be good to go. The boys are eager to play, and I think we've been preparing well. I, I hope that uh, we're able to perform uh, the way we're capable of. Then
5: on Saturday, the, the team returns to Fresno to, to host the Masters at 1 p.m. Uh, talk about the challenges that team will present for your team and, and thoughts on that game.
12: Well, I think uh, there is a past history between our programs from our NAIA days. I'm really excited to reconnect with my uh, old friend, Jim Rickard, who is a fantastic coach, um, has uh, been at the helm of that program in the same number of years that I've been here at Festival Pacific. Um, We used to have some fantastic, fantastic matches against them. Um, And in fact, uh, one um, one of the memories that I have of their program is when we hosted the national tournament here in 08 and 09, um, in 09 I believe the Masters reached uh, the national finals of the NAIA and it was really really nice to, to see one of our programs in the conference uh, reach that level of competition after we had done it uh, a few years back uh, in Olathe, Kansas. Um, Zusa did it uh, for three years in a row. Uh, as well, and so our conference was well represented, and so they, they'll they be prepared. They're, they're a good program, they're well coached, um, but I think for me, um, more importantly, is to get our boys out on the field to play, um, and also to, to help them understand a little bit of these, uh, Uh, college coaching rivalries that are important for us to have, but also to to have them understand that the relationship that we have between us as coaches, um, you know, goes beyond the pitch. And and I think that's an important lesson for our uh, our young student athletes to learn as well.
5: So one more question, coach, before we we let you go for today. Uh, Give me a Sunbird spotlight. It it was kind of a tough week last week, expected (laughs) to play play a season opener, didn't get it to happen. who is someone that, that has done something really well for you or for your program uh, over the last week?
12: Well, you know, I, I got to give uh, kudos to Coach Carlos uh, Errada. You know, he is our uh, um, our techie. He's the one that manages uh, our match analysis programs, and I think that. Uh, uh, you know, without him, we'd be we'd be in a, in a heap of trouble because uh, he's got the camera ready out on the field. You know, I can take home the the video of even our training sessions to watch and to analyze and to come back, prepare our training sessions uh, really well. And uh, I'm really thankful that uh, that we have uh, you know Coach Carlos has been in our staff and uh, um, he's a constant. Right now, he's our veteran coach. Uh, I think the the, the boys uh, I know the boys respect him and. Uh, I think the role that, that he has on, on this program has been significant in, uh, in getting us where we're at right now
5: coach i want to thank you for for stopping by and we'll be cheering for you this week thank you sitting down with women's soccer head coach rob podine coach how are you today
7: uh good good it's, uh, it's a nice feeling when you wake up the next day and you've won a game the day before especially a big game against a conference team like academy of art
5: let's talk about that it, it was another one kind of like the season opener where it took a while but finally in the 81st minute Mackenzie Madrin scored her her first career goal, assists credited to Jet Hardy and Tori DeLeom. Talk about the game, talk about the game winner, talk about everything you saw yesterday as your team beat Academy of Art
7: 1-0. Well, my, my team, for some reason, we're creating a lot of chances, and uh, just, just like every season, they uh, they like to uh, stress me out, I guess, until the very end. <laughs> uh, so this is the uh, last 10 minutes again. Uh, First game, and it was until the last two or three minutes of this game. At least they waited until 10 minutes before the end, so maybe a little bit less. It's a good reason why I keep my hair so short, <laughs> so I can't pull on it as much. Uh, that you can't see all the gray, so it uh, works out well. Uh, I thought the performance by us was a much better performance than uh, our first game. Um, we're able to kind of execute our game plan and and uh, you know find find our options and possessed the ball well, we had some good combinations, uh, we generated uh, what I thought was uh, a pretty uh, sustained attack, where we outshot our opponent again, and we, uh, we were able to, uh, you know, get that important goal uh, right on the end there. Um, Tori took a corner kick that uh, Jet won, put back in towards the goal, and uh, Kenzie was in the uh, where she was supposed to be, which is in front of the goalkeeper, and she was just able to kind of uh, redirected uh, with her head in into the to the goal and they didn't have a chance and so uh, we had a couple other chances after that even where Tori came in and she she cut and beat the, the defender and we had probably two or three chances in, in a span of about five or six seconds that it could have been two nil pretty quick um, and so uh, I, I thought we did well as far as handling the the intensity level of the game the pressure, uh, of the game, being a conference opener against a team like Academy of Art, who looks at us as a, a big rival. Uh, it was, uh, you know, it was, it was kind of everything that you'd want. It was, uh, it was well-scripted as far as how it kind of uh, ended up.
5: Exciting news to, to see your team start the season uh, 2-0. and Let's talk about your next match. It's going to be your home opener against Westmont on Friday at 330 uh, talk about the challenges uh, they present and how you want to see your team progress as the season continues to roll on.
7: Well, Westmont, um, always uh, a strong program. Um, I, I think it just is just going to keep getting, uh, you know, tougher and tougher. Um, you know, William Jessup, uh, you know, new program, uh, new co- or not a new program, but a new coach. So in theory, kind of new, and so it was uh, difficult to kind of gauge what they would be like. And they were a much better program. Uh, Academy of Art, well coached program, very talented team. Uh, and They came at us, and I think they're better than uh, than they were in 2019 when we played our last uh, our last game against them, uh, which was the last season we played. They're one of the best teams at the NAIA level. NAIA level is a very good level as well. Uh, Westmont's also going to be coming into our conference uh, here in the uh, future, and so uh, it's a good matchup to kind of look at Westmont. Uh, I know they're going to be a talented team. I, I expect them to be um, probably the toughest team on our schedule this spring. Uh, not to take anything away from the other teams, but uh, Westmont is uh, it's a team in Southern California in, in Los Angeles area, Santa Barbara actually. And uh, they just, they have a, a terrific draw um, and a lot of kids want to go there and they get, a, a, I think, a fair share of internationals as well. And so, I know they're going to be a strong team, and a, and that'll be a difficult challenge. It'll be a, it'll be a great experience for our team.
5: Lastly, Coach, we'll ask you for for a sunbird spotlight. Who is someone over the last week that that has done something extremely well for you or your program, and who's really stood out?
7: It's really hard to pick one. Um, you know, I've got a kid like uh, Stacia Williams hasn't been on the field in in probably over two two and a half years, and so. She played 15 minutes in the first game, 30 minutes in the second game. And um, I'm starting to see uh, Stacia come back and be the player that she was. And uh, so and she's such a strong player and an important role model for, for our team. Uh, I think the freshman that's also playing in there, Elena Shank, has done really well uh, as far as adapting um, and playing at that center back position. And it's somebody I'm excited about for the future. Uh, I think Ari played tremendously in the game. Uh, Yesterday, especially uh, to the point of exhaustion, we literally had to just drag her off the field. Uh, and then Tori had a an exceptional game, where um, she just she retagged on their team and they're back in their defense. And she just uh, she had some uh, uh, smart touches and and just always a, a good strong player. And uh, you know she's always been. Uh, Looked at in our conference, like she's only got one foot, force her to her right, and, and that, and so I think she did well as far as uh, balancing that out, and she's she looked like a dangerous player, right foot, left foot, and the defender had no answer for. Her. Uh, and then Kenzie, a freshman, uh, has really kind of improved and shown uh, shown moments where she's gonna she's gonna be that scoring threat that we need up top, and you know, for her to get her her first goal as a freshman, I thought that was huge. Um, so. So many did so well, and, and um, you know, I hate leaving anybody out uh, like that, but um, uh, just, uh, you know, proud of their performance, uh, even in training, because I know we had a couple we, we weren't able to get into the game yesterday, but in training they've done an exceptional job, uh, and, and everybody's improving and they're getting better as well. And so it's just one of those things where, you know, we, uh, we're excited about the, uh, the next uh, five games we've got in front of us and, you know, and beyond.
5: The next one on your schedule takes place on Friday at 3.30 p.m. against Westmont here at home. Uh, Coach, thanks for stopping by, and we'll be cheering for you. That's going to do it for today's episode of the Sunbird Sound Off. Want to remind everyone that you can find news from the department by visiting fpuathletics.com. We'd also like to invite you to follow along on our social media platforms. On Facebook, we can be found by searching Sunbird Athletics. We can be found on Twitter and Instagram at FPU Sunbirds. Want to give a special thank you to music coordinator Isaac Davis. He produces every song you hear on the Sunbird Soundoff. Also, want to give one last thank you to our title sponsor, Haydock Real Estate Incorporated, in partnership with Keller Williams Fresno. We'll be back next Wednesday for another edition of the Sunbird Sound Off. Until then, stay safe and have a good one.